Good morning, everyone. This is Ian Clayton, Wisdom's Echo, podcast by Origin Gate. I just want to pick up something that I said last um, session I did with you folks, and that was about the thing about us you having four brains. I've had so many people, you know, want you to check the facts, and it's fascinating to me that a person will hear one thing and actually not really hear the rest of anything else that was said because of the need to be fixated on something to ensure, to check facts. So I just thought I would um, begin to go down this pathway of actually giving you understanding about the four brains we actually have um, and the capacity for each of them to think completely differently, autonomously, and then for um, for you as the spirit being to begin to take dominion out of, over the four faces that we express our life through, the four faces we express our memory through and we create memory from, because these are very important little facets that hold true for you and I as a being. So, um, there, of course, there are four capacities of memory that we have, and I call them our four brains. The first one is the actual physical brain inside your head. That's the, the, the main brain that I call the storage device for the hard drive of our physical form. It is the thing that actually builds um, memory pathways for you to be able to retain the physical information of what you're observing and the physical structures of everything else, your responses to everything, complete memories of things. It's all stored within the 5% of that brain that you currently use. It's really interesting the moment a person gets angry they lose something like 65 percent of their 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 um, intelligence so that means that they're probably using 2.6 percent of their brain so or probably even less and once you get below um i think it was 2.7 or 2.8 percent of your brain you, be, you become what is classified as an imbecile so you know it's just fascinating so the moment you get angry about you hearing me say something that doesn't match your doctrine you've just lost 75% or 65% of your intelligence and now become an imbecile. I find that funny. Anyway, I just thought that was funny, but I'm not saying you're an imbecile. I'm just saying this is what physically happens. So anyway, I want to talk about the fight, the brains here for a minute because I I, I really, I, the, 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 it's the way that we as a spirit being have been given the capacity to integrate with the physical form so that we as a spirit being through our physical form could actually engage with the physical world and begin to move it and shift it around and touch it and create things that are not seen, which is what hope is all about. However, let's move ourselves onto this. So the physical brain we have in our head, that brain there has unconscious, subconscious and conscious memories. Of course, it has a hypercampus and lots of teachings on the human brain, how it operates, how we see, why we don't see, what blinds us, what opens our, our, our eyes to see into the supernatural world of Yahweh's kingdom. I'm not just talking about the demonic world and being fixated with that. So the, the way that our unconscious memories work, I know Ricky Newhouse has done an amazing session on the unconscious capacity of the brain to bring you back to what it has classified for itself as stability and normality and how it'll work work away at new at changes that you want to make so that it can go back to the way it was before. So it doesn't actually have to build new neuron pathways to new memories, to culture, whatever is necessary inside there. So that's actually your physical brain. And there's so much detail that goes on about this that I'm not going to labor it, but we'll come back to it in uh, um, you know, later on in the session or in another session. The, the, the next brain that we have is what, what I call the heart brain. 
The, it's really fascinating when you actually you can go into this um, website called heartmath.org and um, you can see the, the uh, EMF radiation from the heart, the energy that is released from the heart in its thinking capacity reaches out to something like um, three or four foot. And when you look at the energy of a thinking brain, and you look at the EMF radio, the radiation of the human brain, the way it operates when, when it is actually thinking, the radiation extends about three to five or six inches on the outside of the human brain. And, and it's amazing watching for me, like all of this stuff is just fascinating the way that we have been fearfully and wonderfully made. However, the, 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 the heart brain is the way a man thinks internally. David said this, you know, and Paul also talks about the same thing, you know, I, I, I sing of the Lord and, and, and make a joyful noise in your heart, you know, like um, to think on these things that are good and acceptable and pure, um, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in my heart unto the Lord. So there are these things about the thinking capacity of your heart that we just have never considered before. Really, for me, the, the heart is the seat of the soul, the way that your soul operates through you, through the four chambers of your heart. And, of course, you those four chambers are very important in the expression with regards to the way we engage in the union with Yahweh, particularly with regards to Christ, how Christ has become Lord of our soul. And so um, I find that all of these processes are just interesting. So the human heart itself is a thinking device. You know, out of the, the word says this, it's also a speaking device because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so so the connections through the heart and through the mouth itself is very intrinsic to the way that we operate as a as a being. And so the, the way that this, this begins to get fulfilled through us is that as we think, it's amazing how sin gets conceived in our heart. So let's talk about the destructive nature. Then I'm going to talk about how to repattern this. Sin gets conceived as a thought and that your heart dwells on. Once your heart gets caught into it, your eyes are turned towards it. You know, one of the, the things that, that, you know, the two letters of the Hebrew alphabet that are important is the is the ayin and the, um, and the dalit, you know, look to see the door. And it's like that with any corrupt part of our lives that, for us to manifest corruption, we must look at it and then we must see the door that is open because of it and then make a choice to go through that door. And so, of course, we're the sum of all of our choices. And so it's, it's again, fascinating the way that a heart has a voice. Your, do you realize your heart can speak to you at the same volume, but the same voice that Yahweh does? And it's often, you know, you find in the scriptures, it talks about how the idols of our heart, how they... They, they, they sit and, and exalt themselves above the knowledge of Yahweh and what they do. And, and, and the, the whole reason that your heart or that the thinking of your heart does this is because it's unbridled. And one of the things that I found very important is to learn and to discipline the thoughts of the intents of your heart. Thoughts and intents are a doorway that creates desire. Desire creates um, motive and motive manifests the nature of corruption that we so easily are beset by and so it's this thinking process that is so important so you've got your human brain you know you've got your heart the next brain that i talk about is called the gut brain and i don't know how to express this other than this is your intuition sometimes like sometimes my wife will say something to me about someone and she'll say to me I don't like that person. I don't know why. Just inside of me, I just there's something I don't like about them. I just don't trust them. And and you know, honey, just be careful. 
and 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 that that is your gut brain i call it the knower of the knower it's when you know that you know that you know you just know that something's not right or you know when a person has a has a sense of something that's going on but they don't know what it is and they can feel it that that's in your knower now there are two sides to this corner of the knower one of them and I call it the knower, not the knower as in the person knower, but the knower, the knower that knows things that are uh, spiritually known, but without physically knowing that you know them. Um, there are two sides to this knower. The first one is that you can fantasize with it and make your own stuff in, up in it. And you can actually also operate with it in a holy way that creates a capacity for righteous and righteous judging. Now, it's also the one of the ways that your that the holy spirit actually helps us and engages with us and so our physical body begins to think they're, they're like their gut their gut brain thinks so it can either think corruption or it can think holy and right things but it's the intent that's the major driving thing for your your gut brain um you know i call it in, in knowing in the knower and just knowing something without actually having any foreknowledge of it you just know you're like whatever I, I don't know how else to explain it um but what happens with a gut brain if if and when you start to um respond to it in the right way it, it will begin to um speak louder and more it's like anything once you have learned to recognize what it is and you begin to give it sway to be able to communicate and engage with you you'll find that you will start to think out of your gut as well not just out of your physical brain the last combination of of the the four actually is what i call cellular thinking it is where your body actually cellular thinks now of course we know that everything in the complete record of of who we are you know as a as a being that complete record um is stored within the the water of this every single cell the the that that water that abides cellularly inside your body um is the is a storage vibrational think tank that actually gives the capacity for complete record of everything to be able to be genetically passed on to the next generations and that's where you get generations and generational iniquity and sin and all the stuff that goes on that creates patterns of problems for us because it's genetically engaged with which means that your dna carries that record and so our, our genetics actually thinks the the cellular system actually thinks now it's really like it's fast like the cube please don't get me wrong the human body is absolutely fascinating there's 613 laws in the torah thank goodness we don't have to follow them all because we're born again and i'm not trying to become a hebrew but it's really interesting that 316 of them match every single part of the human body the organs the sinews the tissues the muscle structures the bones and there are 316 parts of the human body and so um, each law caters for an individual piece of the body so they had one thing right there was that there is a law that can bring restoration to the physical healing however the law of the spirit of life that is in christ jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death which is what the 613 laws are they're the law of sin and death and if you just break one of them then death engages with you because if you're engaging with a law like this the there is no remission of sin when when the law is broken because there's no sacrifice 
So our sacrifice is in Christ, and therefore the law of the spirit of life possesses us. Now, these four brains are literally like a cog that you can look through and experience and engage with attentively, willfully, with desire, with faith, hope, and out of the intent of the revealing of what goes on, you can learn how to bring together the, the different parts of your brain, of your, the way you think as a human being. I find it really, really interesting. In the last session, I talked about how um, how our physical form and our physical body um, can think differently. And that's how you pattern, repattern yourself. It's how Yahweh is going to redo us. It's taking what is here and cultivating a different thought process. Somebody said to me one day that it takes it takes 18 seconds or up to 18 to 24 seconds, depending on what scientists want to listen to. But if you hold a thought for that period of time, a single thought, and you don't vary from it, it means it becomes cellular. And they will say this, that your thoughts become cellular. That means your body now is storing the conclusion and the thought process that you have just gone through for the last 28 seconds. Now, if we think destructively, let's talk about what happens here. If we think destructively, then the pattern that is formed in us especially in the functional part of your physical brain that's in your head, if you think destructive, negative, critical things all the time, your um, neuron pathways look like a thorn tree. If you think thing on things which are good and acceptable and pure on the side of Yahweh, then your neuron pathways look like a snowflake and are absolutely beautiful. Now, to me, this is just a physical manifestation of something that is vastly spiritual that is going on within us i'm just talking about the four physical brains that we think i'm not talking about the way that our soul thinks i'm not talking away about the way our spirit man thinks and the way it mediates their thoughts into our physical form this is just the way our physical body functions um, we are able to move the cogs in those thoughts we are able to direct the way we think we are able to you know all these scriptures that let this mind be in you which is in christ jesus be transformed by the renewing of your mind you know, all of these things are things that are not just scriptures they are actually participatory implements of structure that yahweh has given us from scripture that has the capacity to help us become what we are supposed to become to be formed and fashioned to bear his image where corruption puts on incorruption and mortality puts on immortality this is ian clayton signing off on the podcast wisdom zeka podcast by origin gate have a fantastic wonderful day and enjoy your week shalom